0: Hi, and welcome to the Soul Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. During your time here, you will step into your soul through enlightened conversations, meditations, and stories about healing. I started my own journey on this path long ago by earning a master's degree in counseling, becoming certified in regression and Reiki, and doing countless hours of work to raise my own vibration. It is my hope that you will see yourself reflected in me and in my guests and find self-awareness or a healing method that will propel you further on your own path. It's my belief that we aren't just healing ourselves, we are also healing all the women who came before us and all who are yet to come. Join me every Tuesday to feel more in touch with the beautiful soul that you are. welcome to your oracle forecast for july of 2021 i have a special guest here with me who's going to introduce herself in just a moment but i want to remind you before we start that regular episodes are paused for the summer while i am home with my kids but i'm continuing our oracle forecast so that you can continue to work with the energy that exists this is kind of just a forecast for what to expect so that you know how to flow with that energy rather than fight against against it and feel like you are struggling. So we're coming to you to discuss the month of July. And so we'll be kind of letting you know what to expect. So I have Taylor here with me and Taylor was part of the Cosmic Boss Mastermind that I took with Natalie Wallstein. And I'm so glad that we have connected because your readings are incredible that I've seen on Instagram. And so just kind of tell everybody a little bit about like who you are and what you do. Okay, hello. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on, Dana.
1: I'm so excited. And my name's Taylor of Taylor Marie Tarot. I own an apothecary in Mentor, Ohio, and I'm an intuitive, a medium. I do readings online and in person. And I kind of just came out of the womb screaming I was a witch, and here we are. <laughs>
0: That is so, so perfect. So tell me how you got into tarot. When, like, how old were you when you got your first tarot deck or oracle cards? I'm assuming tarot, but kind of just tell us about like the history of how you got into it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was actually having a surgery and I had to be in bed for like two months and I'm a Gemini sun. Mercury is in my Gemini. I'm always learning. I hate watching TV. So everyone's like, oh my God, you're gonna, you're gonna be watching TV for months. I'm like, no, I have to learn something. I'm like, I'm gonna pick up tarot. This is fun. This is witchy. I was in college and, I started a couple months beforehand and I started pulling these cards and I kept pulling the three of swords and the seven of swords. And I was in a relationship and I was very happy, very happy. So I'm like, I don't even know what this means, you know, and I'm keep pulling it and keep pulling it. Boy, did I get blindsided when that other girl slid in my DMs. Oh my gosh. And, you know, looking back now, At the time, it was the worst thing that could have possibly happened in my life. But now it's like, it's, it's just snowballed a whole new path that I didn't even know I was going to take. I was going to school for engineering. I, you know, I graduated and I did that. And the whole time Tara was by my side and that whole experience of being so hard and traumatic, and then me having to sit with it for two months, I was just like, okay, like I hear you, I see you, I trust you and let's just keep, keep going with it. And now here we are. Yeah. That was like four years ago. So. That's amazing. So what was your first tarot deck? It was the Rider Waite. I love the Rider Waite. I know that so many people are like, go with what like you vibe with or, or what you resonate with, but there is so much symbolism and color theory and just even the positions and the footing. And I can talk about tarot for hours. It is legit. It's my love language. I love it so much. And you know you get the rider de- the rider weight and you're like oh this isn't very a vibe this isn't very aesthetic and then i kind of you know went away from it and then i just getting deeper into my studies i just fall in love with it more and more every time you you find something new so like my obsession right now is the 8 of swords because there's a whole castle in the background that i never noticed and i'm like the same Our same mind that dreams of these castles and these fantasies that are so far away from us is the same mind that keeps us locked in fear. And it's just, you know, just turn around and just, you know, you're not stuck. So just symbolism like that. It's just so deep. And I love that. It's my favorite part of tarot.
0: I totally agree with you because so I took a tarot course earlier this year and they really talked about that. They use the symbolism and we use the Rider weight. and they were like, we, you know, we want you to go with any deck that you're drawn to, but if you start with the Rider weight and you have a foundation of it, you can apply it to the other decks. And I really was shocked when they were going through the cards, like symbolism, I wouldn't have picked up on, like, like you said, one foot in the water, one foot on the earth, like showing like the balance, like I would have never even thought anything of having their foot in the water. And it all means something in tarot, which is so wild.
1: Yes. And then you get that great foundation and then you can go off and you get other decks and they all have different personalities, you know, I'm like, if I want to be read to the filth today, then I'm going to use the anatomy tarot. You have that underlying basis and then you can go off and and use so many different decks. So yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah. have different spins on it and Mm -hmm. kind of different takes. So how did you kind of get up the courage to start doing readings for other people? Because it's one thing to learn tarot and have it impact your life. And it's another thing to say, I'm gonna start giving this to the world as a gift of mine. So how did you kind of get to that place?
1: So when I was a little girl, I was super intuitive, like looking back now, I'm like, I don't think my imaginary friend was that imaginary. And <laughs> I was obsessed with Halloween. I was obsessed with being a witch. I actually was just going through old children boxes that were in the attic with my dad. And I found my first spell book and I looked at him and I was like, I, t- I've been telling you I was a witch the whole time. And he's like, okay, Tay, I get it now. I accept it. I get it. It's great. You know? And I, it was such just a g- cool moment because when I was little, everyone's like, you're not a witch. you're catholic shut up you know <laughs> but all my great grandparents my grandmothers they were all witches they read tea leaves they levitated tables straight off the boat from italy so i so now like hindsight 2020 i'm like how did you not think this was going to happen right if your grandmas were witches too and we just never talked about it so i went to school for electrical engineering i graduated with that i've always wanted security something stable i love math i love science and I was in my first job after graduating, and I just had this gut feeling. I'm like, I'm not on the right path. I don't know what the right path is. I'm reading tarot on the side and pulling cards daily for me. And I had a traumatic death in the family. And um, my boss, she pulled me in and we just had a chat for like an hour that was nothing about work. She was just checking on me personally because I was crying all the time and I was just a mess. At the end of it, I was like, you know, there's this fire inside me. Like I'm very intuitive and here I am like in a corporate setting, you don't say stuff like this in corporate. Right. And I'm like, I'm very intuitive. And I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing something bigger and something more important and something more meaningful. And she looked at me and she goes, Taylor, I'm i I'm a Reiki master. And that feeling will never go away. Like, this is my quality boss, right? Like for engineering, she's like, I'm a Reiki master that, that feeling will never go away do something with it. And then I just dove in. I was like, okay, like, how do I figure this out? And I ended up getting another engineering job because the ego, right. Making a lot of money. I'm very stable. I'm about to buy a house. All my dreams are about to come true. You know, I worked so hard for this. And, and then I took that money and I used it to open up the shop instead. I was like, I can't do this. My soul is dying. So my favorite thing with reading is that we all have that fire inside of us. And that doesn't mean you have to quit your job or corporate's not right for you, but it's like listening to that fire is so important because when you don't, it's just this extra feeling and it's like soul crushing almost, right? And and it's like, the more you don't listen to it, the bigger it gets. We can't be fighting. We can't be like swimming upstream our whole lives. Like We've got to figure out how
0: to use that to help us, Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of how that all happened. Oh my gosh. I was getting chills when you were talking about what your boss said to you, because I bet you didn't expect that at all going into that conversation. And you were probably like, I'm going to be the weirdo here. And then he counters with like, a I, master.
1: I had just gone on a spiritual retreat and I told everybody in the office, I'm like, I'm going on a yoga retreat. And they're like, oh, we didn't even know you did yoga. I'm like, um, yeah. So, and then I came back and, and it just happened that yeah, she pulled me in and yeah, it was wild, wild. Cause I would have looking back now, she always had lavender in her office and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. She's very holistic, but I didn't put two and two together because you don't think of those things in an engineering setting, right?
0: No, not at all. And I also love that you have that background and that you come from that because it, it tells me that you have such a beautiful way of balancing the divine, masculine and feminine. Like you can honor both sides of yourself, even if you aren't in that field anymore. Like you know that that's how your brain works and you, I'm sure you use that to your advantage for your business and all kinds of things. So it's just cool to have both of those qualities of yourself.
1: Yeah. It's so funny. It's so much easier for me to be in my masculine than my feminine, my being in my feminine and flowing with all this has been such a learning experience the past year, especially with this business and learning, you know, if you want more clients, you got to be in alignment. It has nothing to do with marketing. It has like, obviously we love our systems and and they help us and their tools. But like just last week, I launched something just that felt good. And I even raised the price and and I booked out in five hours for the whole week. And it's just like that alignment is so
0: important. It really is. You're absolutely right. And I think that's part of why I love doing these episodes and like helping people come into alignment with what exists. So this is really a reading like for the collective, for everyone. And of course, you know, I say this in almost every episode, but it's going to manifest for each person listening in a different way. But this is just kind of an a weather forecast, so to speak, of the overarching energy of of what to kind of expect. It's almost like reading a horoscope, you know, for a lot of people. Uh, but we're tapping into what spirit wants us to know in addition to what is happening up in the stars. And I find that a lot of times these readings like really will uh, mirror or echo like what the astrology says so you mm-hmm. ready to get mm-hmm. into Love it <laughs> yes yes I'm so excited all right I'm gonna be pulling from my favorite deck my listeners are probably like rolling their eyes because this is the only one I pretty much ever use I should probably branch out but I'm using the wisdom of the oracle by Colette baron reed I just I know it like the back of my hand so Okay, the first card that's coming up for July of 2021 is Never-Ending Story. So this card comes up when we are facing kind of something that continues to come up over and over and over and over again. And there might be a sense of feeling frustrated. The theme of the month might be like, great, here I am again dealing with this same problem that I thought I dealt with. And it's coming back up and it just kind of feels like it's weighing down on you. But what this card really wants to remind you is that you are an involved being. And the last time you faced this problem, the last time you faced this challenge, whatever it might be, you didn't have the knowledge and the awareness that you have now. And so this card is reminding you to come at this thing from a different angle to try something new. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to completely end the cycle. You might. It, that's very possible. But if you don't, at least you are coming at it from a more evolved space and you are able to think about it from a higher perspective. Think about what your higher self, what your soul would want you to know about this situation as you come into it. So that's a very interesting card to start with. I always feel like the very first card in a reading kind of sets the tone. So there may be some frustration and some feeling like, great. I'm back where I started in July, but know that it's all an illusion and know that you are a more evolved being than you even realize. The second card that's coming up is TikTok. And this card is also a reminder that time is not linear. So we have the power to actually go back and change the way things happened in the past. And so that's interesting coming up next to never ending story. So it's funny because I firmly believe that like we are able to use our minds and change the way the past was and that it can then impact our timelines in the future, right? So this card is asking you when something comes up this month that feels like, oh great, here I've been before, sit down, visualize it. And imagine it happening in a different way. And you are then actually changing that timeline and it will change for you now here in the present and it will change your trajectory in the future. So literally do that exercise, like sit down, picture the way you handled it in the past and imagine picturing uh, doing it in a totally different way. And you are going to be able to bend that time. This card is also about feeling like we don't have enough time so it might feel like we are pressured this month like we are underneath a thumb like we've got to get some stuff done this month there's a lot of pressure And so relieve that from yourself, work on changing the stories that our society and our culture have told us about time and how much time we have and tell yourself that you are able to rest, that it's not all about going, 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 and we can bend time to our will, right? Like we can have as much time as we need. There's also no set time that we have to fix, quote unquote, these things that keep coming up for us, those themes that keep coming up over and over again, you are given unlimited chances from the universe, from spirit, from God to handle the things in our lives. And that's why I believe in reincarnation so strongly, because I don't think that a benevolent, loving God source creator would ever say, you've run out of time. You can't work on this anymore. Like you're done. (laughs) It's over over god says to you like you have unlimited chances to evolve as a soul and as a being there's never ever not enough time there's never a a deadline on evolving your soul so just remember that this month that you have really all the time you need to work on these things and then the final card coming up for me from my deck is truth be told This is a card about speaking your truth, being very honest with the people that are in your life, being very honest with yourself, and really taking inventory and saying like, what are the things in my life that I could change that are perhaps contributing to this never ending story like how can we maybe be honest with ourselves about the way that we are creating our reality creating the timelines that are in front of us and being honest with ourselves, but also speaking to ourselves with love. There's millions of memes out there on the internet about how like, would you ever talk to your best friend the way you talk to yourself internally? So I think this card is kind of calling us to remember that as well, that talking to ourselves with love and with grace and with permission, giving ourselves permission to be who we are and to change the way that we live our lives. We never have to be stagnant we can always evolve and grow and we can give our permi- ourselves permission to become new people all over again, right? We can mm-hmm. die a thousand deaths and become a thousand <laughs> new people all in one lifetime.
1: <laughs> love that. Yes. Yes. I love that so much. So many things in my life personally that that matches up with, like I just watched Inside Out and it's so wild, like thinking that you can go back in your timeline and like a happy memory can become a sad memory if you miss it. And, and just going back and it's just so funny. It's like the children's movie, right? But it's, I've never seen it. oh my God, you should watch it. It's hilarious. It's all about your brain and memories. And like, if you don't allow yourself to feel certain things, then. That if it's repressed, then other things come up and, and just about like, They keep all of the memories in like this globe, and there's joy and sadness. So a happy memory, if sadness touches it, it turns blue and it becomes sad, right? Like when you're going through a breakup and something that you're like, oh my God, this was so much fun, but now I'm not gonna ever have it again. So now you're thinking about something that's so fun in a sad way. And every time you think about it, then it's sad, right? And just using your emotions as tools to rewrite things. So it's like, okay, what is this learning experience? How how can I use this as a tool? My Scorpio stellium. I'm always here for a lesson. I'm always here for the transformation. It's like when you're in the thick of it and you're crying and you're like, this is so bad. And then I'm actually just coming out of one of those. And it's like, I'm like, okay, this is why this happened. And I'm so grateful this happened. But when you're in it, you're like, oh my God. I had, I had a whole case of Oreos just on my nightstand table, just eating them at when like, giving myself two months to sit with this and then we got to go. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. And with Mercury retrograde, you know, coming to an end in July, like speaking our truth, what do we really want? How do you really want to go forward? So I think, I think that was an amazing pool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm using the Rider Waite. What a thunk. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Okay. So first we have the six of swords. So swords is all about air energy, right? And with Gemini season coming to an end, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, and moving on right? This is fast energy. We got to we gotta keep going. I love that in this card, this is like the divine for me, right? And he's protecting us with his staff and or him, her, whatever you want to call it. And we're going forward and we're so protected. Like we have to move forward. We have to rewrite our story. Oh, what kind of story do we want? Never ending story. It makes me think of the brain space in our head that we use to just hyper focus on something. And it's like, I don't want to be attached to this anymore because I want to use this brain space for more creativity, something more fun. As we go forward, something else has to die. We can't bring everything with us all the time. Right. And this is the calm after the storm of us going forward and we're safe. And we're we're using our intuition and our intellect to rewrite or write something anew. Right. And we have to look forward. We can't be, I kind of get the vision of like you being with your friends at the mall or something and you want to run into someone so you keep looking left and right cuz you're like I wonder if they're at the mall today like I want to run into them right and it's like but when you're doing that you can't move forward you're not present with the people around you so you, so you need to keep that presence and be like okay my mind's wandering off we got to bring it back to center here I am I'm with these people I love I'm thankful for this we're walking forward in our truth right then I have the two of cups which Mm, we love a soulmate moment, but we love a soulmate moment when we're choosing ourselves, right? So many people are like, oh, a lover's coming in. And if a lover's coming in, I love that for you. But <laughs> you know, I, I feel like there's a big focus right now on that self-talk, on that, who are we allowing into our lives that brings us joy, brings us negativity that at the end of the day, how is it working in our own minds? If that makes sense, right? Right. And how does their energy feed into us? And then how are we choosing things that are good for us on our own and being open to love? And this is divine feminine, being open to receiving and being so simple with how you want to manifest this either like cosmic love within yourself or cosmic love from the ethers and surrendering to that cosmic love right we're going forward and we have to surrender which is so hard I've been doing many manifestations like that's just like how can I have more fun today yesterday I was like I want a belly laugh today so hard that I cry that's that was my intent for the day and I didn't know I was going to end up at my brother's for dinner. I ended up at my brother's for dinner and me and his girlfriend were in the hammock and we were just having the funniest conversation. I was, we were both laughing so hard. We were crying. And I was like, it's just like those small things that when you start, you know, everyone wants to get into this for, for, um. Boys and love, or women, or partner, and money and stuff, and and then I feel like you get to a point and you're just like, I just want to be aligned, right? So how to like making decisions for that alignment, right? Because two of cups is also making decisions, and then we have the eight of cups reversed, and eight of cups is all about walking away from the things that, you know, they're comfortable, but they're not lighting us up anymore. And with it reversed, you know, never ending story. You're making your progress forward, but then that person, that thing, that opportunity comes back into your mind and you're like, did I really make the right choice, you know, going after this feeling, this gut feeling, I think it's the right choice, but then, you know, how the ego comes in and it's like, well, you're not going to be safe. This is a new territory. You should just stay here and stay small and how you have to go in and, and rewrite, certain things and and write new things. And I see a lot of writing, writing what you want, how you want to feel. How do you want to feel throughout your day, right? I'm not worried about how much money you're making, where you're going, but this is all about your true feelings. And with Mercury retrograde coming out of this, like Saturn and Pluto will still be in retrograde. So being okay with the chaos and the destruction of things finally, you know, coming to an end. And how do you want to feel
0: going forward? Because this is exciting, Oh my gosh. These cards could not be like better for each other. I just feel like listening to everything you're saying, I feel like the over the overarching theme is like really cutting some ties of some things that we have always done. And specifically in the ways that we have talked to ourselves, the ways, the things that we have accepted in our lives that are no longer fitting for us. It is time to go. You pulled two cards that are telling us that it's time to go along with the never ending story and it's about how we speak to ourselves and how we what we accept in our lives and knowing that it's time with this tiktok card it's time to let it go like i said you have unlimited chances you you don't have you can continue to hold on to this like that is 100% your choice you will be given an opportunity to release it again but i think july is like this big opportunity this big portal this is the time, this is the moment, the opportunity to really let go of some of these really old habits that we've had so that we can step into something new. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's so
1: exciting. Like change is the only constant in our life. So we got to get used to it. Right. And, and be present to enjoy what's happening in the now. And then knowing that, you know, as we go forward, it can be new and exciting. We love to be like, it's only going to get worse from here. But what if you just changed your mindset to like how much better can it be,
0: right? So important. Gosh, I know. Oh my gosh. I love all six of these cards. These are incredible. They all really work together. So we have, let's see, you pulled the Six six of swords, the two of cups and the eight of cups reversed. Okay. So we have swords and cups. So that's interesting too. I'm thinking of the astrology of the month of July. We've got cancer, which is water sign, same as the cups, right? And Mm -hmm. we are leaving what is swords associated? Is that fire though? Is that Leo or no swords is air. So we're
1: leaving Gemini and we're going into,
0: Oh my God. I love that even more. Six of swords. We're
1: leaving Gemini and now we're going to sit with our emotions and cry during (laughs) cancer season. Don't romanticize any of your past memories. You know, your brain gets to a point where it's like, oh, I'm not going to think about one of the bad things they did. I'm only going to think about all of the great things they did and all of the great things this job brought me that was crushing my soul, like health insurance and I should stay here. It's worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> funny. It is funny.
0: funny. And we do that with ourselves too. Like you were talking about that movie too, where we have something good and then we kind of associate it with sadness, but we can also do it in the reverse and Mm -hmm. have something that maybe is negative, something that's not serving us. And because it feels nostalgic or something, we romanticize it and make it feel good and we miss it. But we have to remember that like, we are going to be better people without these things. However, we felt about these like challenging aspects of ourselves, the things that we tell ourselves that are so hard, who could we be without those things? And how would releasing that evolve us even further, right? It's just some things to reflect on.
1: Yes. And another thing, it's like, I know a lot of, I I feel like there's a lot of breakups going on around me right now. And, you know, it's to the point where it's like, oh, well, I'd rather go back with this person, even if it's not like for my highest and greatest good, it's comfortable. And it's just like, when you're alone, how are you with yourself? Like if you were your only partner, how would you be? And that was a huge like wake like wake up call to me going through my own breakup, like crying on a Sunday. And I'm like, if I was in a relationship, I would be putting a sundress on right now and going to brunch. So I'm going to be that person for myself and put a sundress on and go to brunch. Like I don't need anyone else. So it's like, if we're all we have at the end of the day, love yourself.
0: Like you would love a partner. It's so important. It's so important. And I love that you're bringing that in because I've been married for 11 years. I've been with my husband for almost 14 and I forget what it's like. like, (laughs) I love the stability for
1: you. I love that for you, (laughs) truly. My life's a train wreck when it comes to the love department, but it's okay because we're all supposed to learn about, you know, this self-love in the past year and a half. Like The self-love journey for myself has been exponential. And that's one of the things where it's like, oh, this is why this was supposed to happen. And I am so thankful it did because I am such a better human now. We can't be mean to ourselves anymore. We don't have time. There's no time. But another thing with time is how are you using your time? Because you can optimize your time because time is an abundant resource, right? It's more abundant than money if we're thinking about energy because even when this life ends, I also believe that we come back. So it's like, you're never going to run out of time. Like there's so, so we have to even take that out of our vocabulary. It's like, okay, I'm going to optimize my time to do things, but it's okay if I want to rest as part of my optimization of my time. And it is limitless.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think that, We tend to just in our society think, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do that. But if you really sat down and thought about like, well, how much time are you wasting scrolling on Instagram or on TikTok? And it's not to say we have to get rid of those things because I do think they actually have their place in helping us to escape from our life for a little bit and to, you know, be inspired by other people and to make connections. I'm not anti-social media, but I am anti when it starts feeling like that's like all you do or it's like your knee-jerk reaction when things get hard in your life is to just escape to your phone. And so if we look at like how much time you're really spending there, what could you channel your energy into if you cut that back a little bit? imagine how powerful you could be and how much you could accomplish if you reevaluated just the way you're spending your time. Right.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just had a tarot reading a couple weeks ago and she was like, I want you to write down your day. Cause I was like, I don't have enough time. So it's so funny. This is coming up. She's like, just write it down. And I'm like, I spend like three hours a day on social media. Like what else could I do in that three hours? I could read a hundred pages of a book in that three hours. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I'm like, okay, I have to optimize my time and putting screen limits on, like I'm not spending more than an hour on social media because I also, I love social media, right? Like sure. I love a vibe. I love an aesthetic. I love seeing what other people are doing, but it's that three hours, it adds up at the end of the week, three hours every day. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, how are we optimizing our time? We're saying we don't have time because we're not optimizing it. So, so important to have those limits and goals and then just stick to it. I think there's, you can go right in like on an iPhone and and put screen limits on. I didn't know that, but they're on now. So
0: (laughs) yes, you can. This was amazing. Thank you for pulling these cards, for bringing your wisdom to this space. I don't want to say it's going to be a difficult July ahead, but I do think it's going to challenge us in in ways to step more fully into ourselves and to be more authentic and true to who we are and to what really drives us and what we need. So I think it's going to be a really powerful month for change and for accepting who we are, but I think we're going to have to rise to meet that energy to make it work, right? So
1: yeah, I agree with you. It's it's going to be a time of, okay, I'm, am I really going to take these next 10 steps or am I going to just stay in this comfort, right? And, and, or even go two steps back of being like, I'm going to take this person back, or I'm going to take this job back, or I'm not going to continue with my goals. So just writing how you want to feel and journaling how you want to feel. And then when you're going through your day-to-day, follow those feelings. That's like the most- Uh, journaling and feelings are like my two like compasses. Like I tell all my clients, like at the end, it's like, okay, how are we going to feel about this? Cause when you find that feeling, you're like, oh, I want more of this. And I'm going to go for this
0: feeling. That's perfect. I love that advice and that wisdom on that. So hopefully everyone listens to you. Where can they, (laughs) where can people find you if they're interested in having a tarot reading or they want to visit your store, where can you be found?
1: Okay. So everything is Taylor Marie Tarot. So if you want to book a reading, go to my website, taylormarietarot.com. Follow me on YouTube for some fun pick of cards at Taylor Marie Tarot on YouTube. (laughs) And also by the time this comes out, I'm going to be having a new tarot series on my YouTube to learn and get deeper into tarot, which I'm very excited about. I'm working on right now. Instagram, Taylor Marie Tarot. I do some fun witchy DIYs too because that's my coping mechanism whenever I'm having a mental breakdown. It's like let's make a book from a book of shadows from scratch. Oh <laughs> uh, it's it's my Gemini. I'm telling you, I can never be sitting still and watching TV. Facebook, Taylor Marie Tarot. My shop is in Mentor, Ohio. I'm in the process of building an online website, but you can book virtually, which is so much fun. It's just like a FaceTime, so it's like you're in the shop. I bring you around, you can ask all the questions you want. We really get to know each other. That's something that I like don't I don't love about building a virtual shop is because I love the interaction and I love getting to know my customer and my clients and how I can help them and then they come back in and I'm like did this potion work did this not work did this crystal how are you feeling with this right we're all in our feels and yeah so I think that's it perfect I love it thank you so much thank
0: you for thank being you. here thank you for having me this was so much fun I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it on whatever device you use to listen. Visit me at thesoulrisingpodcast.com or at the underscore soul rising podcast on instagram and facebook a huge thank you to purple planet for the music used in this episode see you next time